0: Welcome back to our Chronological Bible Reading Plan. Today we will be back in Second Samuel and reading chapters 16 through 18 on day 137 of our Chronological Bible Reading Plan. So let's get started with chapter 16 of Second Samuel. When David had gone a short distance beyond the summit, there was Ziba, the steward of Mephibosheth, waiting to meet him. He had a string of donkeys saddled and loaded with two hundred loaves of bread, a hundred cakes of raisins, a hundred cakes of figs, and a skin of wine. The king asked Ziba, Why have you brought these? Ziba answered, The donkeys are for the king's household to ride on, the bread and fruit are for the men to eat, and the wine is to refresh those who become exhausted in the desert. The king then asked, Where is your master's grandson? Ziba said to him, he is staying in Jerusalem because he thinks, Today the house of Israel will give me back my grandfather's kingdom. Then the king said to Ziba, All that belonged to Mephibosheth is now yours. I humbly bow, Ziba said. May I find favor in your eyes, my lord the king. As King David approached Bahurim, a man from the same clan as Saul's family came out from there. His name was Shimei, son of Girah, and he cursed as he came out. He pelted David and all the king's officials with stones, though all the troops in the special guard were on David's right and left. As he cursed, Shimei said, "'Get out, get out, you men of blood, you scoundrel! The Lord has repaid you for all the blood you shed in the household of Saul, in whose place you have reigned. The Lord has handed the kingdom over to your son Absalom. You have come to ruin, because you are a man of blood.' Then Abishai, son of Zeruiah, said to the king, Why should this dead dog curse my lord the king? Let me go over and cut off his head. But the king said, "Why? What do you and I have in common, you sons of Zeruiah? If he is cursing, because the Lord said to him, Curse David. Who can ask, Why do you do this? David then said to Abishai and all his officials, My son, who is of my own flesh, is trying to take my life. How much more, then, this Benjamin? Leave him alone. Let him curse, for the Lord has told him to. It may be that the Lord will see my distress and repay me with good for the cursing I am receiving today. So David and his men continued along the road, while Shimei was going along the hillside opposite him, cursing as he went, and throwing stones at him, and showering him with dirt. The king and all the people with him arrived at their destination exhausted. And there he refreshed himself. Meanwhile, Absalom and all the men of Israel came to Jerusalem, and Ahithophel was with him. Then Hushai, the archite, David's friend, went to Absalom and said to him, Long live the king, long live the king. Absalom asked Hushai, Is this the love you show your friend? Why didn't you go with your friend? Hushai said to Absalom, No, the one chosen by the Lord, by these people, and by all the men of Israel, his I will be, and I will remain with him. Furthermore, whom should I serve? Should I not serve the son? Just as I served your father, so I will serve you. Absalom said to Ahithophel, Give us your advice, what should we do? Ahithophel answered, Lie with your father's concubines, whom he left to take care of the palace. Then all Israel will hear that you have made yourself a stench in your father's nostrils, and the hands of everyone with you will be strengthened. So they pitched a tent for Absalom on the roof, and he lay with his father's concubines in the sight of all Israel. Now in those days the advice Ahithophel gave was like that of one who inquires of God. That was how both David and Absalom regarded all of Ahithophel's advice. Ahithophel said to Absalom, "I would choose twelve thousand men and set out tonight in pursuit of David. I would attack him while he is weary and weak. I would strike him with terror, and then all the people with him will flee. I would strike down only the king and bring all the people back to you. The death of the man you seek will mean the return of all all the people will be unharmed. This plan seemed good to Absalom and to all the elders of Israel." But Absalom said, Summon also Hushai, the archite, so we can hear what he has to say. When Hushai came to him, Absalom said, Ahithophel has given this advice. Should we do what he says? If not, give us your opinion. Hushai replied to Absalom, The advice Ahithophel has given you is not good this time. You know your father and his men. They are fighters and as fierce as a wild bear robbed of her cubs. Besides, your father is an experienced fighter. He will not spend the night with his troops. Even now he is hidden in a cave or some other place. If he should attack your troops first, whoever hears about it will say, There has been a slaughter among the troops who follow Absalom. Then even the bravest soldier, whose heart is like the heart of a lion, will melt with fear, for all Israel knows that your father is a fighter and that those with him are brave. So I advise you, Let all Israel from Dan to Beersheba, as numerous as the sand on the seashore, be gathered to you, with you yourself leading them into battle. Then we will attack him wherever he may be found, and we will fall on him as dew settles on the ground. Neither he nor any of his men will be left alive. If he withdraws into a city, then all Israel will bring ropes to that city, and we will drag it down to the valley until not even a piece of it can be found." Absalom and all the men of Israel said, The advice of Hushai the archite is better than that of Ahithophel. For the Lord had determined to frustrate the good advice of Ahithophel in order to bring disaster on Absalom. Hushai took Zadok and Abiathar the priests. Ahithophel has advised Absalom and the elders of Israel to do such and such, but I have advised them to do so and so. Now send a message immediately and tell David, Do not spend the night at the fords in the desert. Cross over without fail, or the king and all the people with him will be swallowed up. Jonathan and Ahimeaz were staying in Enrogel. A servant girl was to go and inform them, and they were to go and tell King David, for they could not risk being seen entering the city. But a young man saw them and told Absalom. So the two of them left quickly and went to the house of a man in Baharim. He had a well in his courtyard, and they climbed down into it. His wife took a covering and spread it out over the opening of the well and scattered grain over it. No one knew anything about it. When Absalom's men came to the woman at the house, they asked, Where are Ahimaaz and Jonathan? The woman answered them, They crossed over the brook. The men searched but found no one, so they returned to Jerusalem. After the men had gone, the two climbed out of the well and went to inform King David. They said to him, Set out and cross the river at once. Ahithophel has advised such and such against you. So David and all the people with him set out and crossed the Jordan. By daybreak, no one was left who had not crossed the Jordan. When Ahithophel saw that his advice had not been followed, he saddled his donkey and set out for his house in his hometown. He put his house in order and then hanged himself. So he died and was buried in his father's tomb. David went to Mahanaim, and Absalom crossed the Jordan with all the men of Israel. Absalom had appointed Amasa over the army in place of Joab. Amasa was the son of a man named Jether, an Israelite who had married Abigail, the daughter of Nahash, and sister of Zeruiah, the mother of Joab. The Israelites and Absalom camped in the land of Gilead. When David came to Mahanaim, Shobi, son of Nahash, from Rabbah, of the Ammonites, and Machir, son of Amiel, from Lodabar, and Barzillai, the Gileadite, from Rogalim, brought bedding and bowls and articles of pottery. They also brought wheat and barley, flour and roasted grain, beans and lentils, honey and curds, sheep and cheese from cow's milk for David and his people to eat. For they said, The people have become hungry and tired and thirsty in the desert. David mustered the men who were with him and appointed over them commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds. David sent the troops out, a third under the command of Joab, a third under Joab's brother Abishai, son of Zeruiah, and a third under Ittai, the Gittite. The king told the troops, I myself will surely march out with you. But the men said, You must not go out. If we are forced to flee, they won't care about us. Even if half of us die, they won't care. But you are worth ten thousand of us. It would be better now for you to give us support from the city. The king answered, I will do whatever seems best to you. So the king stood beside the gate while all the men marched out in units of hundreds of thousands. The king commanded Joab, Abishai, and Ittai, Be gentle with the young man Absalom for my sake. And all the troops heard the king giving orders concerning Absalom to each of the commanders. The army marched into the field to fight Israel, and the battle took place in the forest of Ephraim. There the army of Israel was defeated by David's men, and the casualties that day were great—twenty thousand men. The battle spread out over the whole countryside, and the forest claimed more lives that day than the sword. Now Absalom happened to meet David's men. He was riding his mule, and as the mule went under the thick branches of a large oak, Absalom's head got caught in the tree. He was left hanging in mid-air while the mule he was riding kept on going. When one of the men saw this, he told Joab, I just saw Absalom hanging in an oak tree. Joab said to the man who had told him this, What? You saw him? Why didn't you strike him to the ground right there? Then I would have had to give you ten shekels of silver and a warrior's belt. But the man replied, Even if a thousand shekels were weighed out into my hands, I would not lift my hand against the king's son. In our hearing, the king commanded you and Abishai and Ittai, protect the young man Absalom for my sake. And if I had put my life in jeopardy, and nothing is hidden from the king, You would have kept your distance from me. Joab said, I'm not going to wait like this for you. So he took three javelins in his hand and plunged them into Absalom's heart while Absalom was still alive in the oak tree. And ten of Joab's armor bearers surrounded Absalom, struck him, and killed him. Then Joab sounded the trumpet, and the troops stopped pursuing Israel, for Joab halted them. They took Absalom, threw him into a big pit in the forest, and piled up a large heap of rocks over him. Meanwhile, all the Israelites fled to their homes. During his lifetime, Absalom had taken a pillar and erected it in the king's valley as a monument to himself, for he thought, I have no son to carry on the memory of my name. He named the pillar after himself, and it is called Absalom's Monument to this day. Now Ahimaaz, son of Zadok, said, Let me run and take the news to the king that the Lord has delivered him from the hand of his enemies. You are not the one to take the news today, Joab told him. You may take the news another time, but you must not do so today because the king's son is dead. Then Joab said to a Cushite, Go, tell the king what you have seen. The Cushite bowed down before Joab and ran off. Ahimaz, son of Zadok, again said to Joab, Come what may, please let me run behind the Cushite. But Joab replied, My son, why do you want to go? You don't have any news that will bring you a reward. He said, Come what may, I want to run. So Joab said, Run. Then Ahimaz ran by way of the plain and outran the Cushite. While David was sitting between the inner and outer gates, the watchman went up to the roof of the gateway by the wall. As he looked out, he saw a man running alone. The watchman called out to the king and reported it. The king said, If he is alone, he must have good news. And the man came closer and closer. Then the watchman saw another man running, and he called down to the gatekeeper, Look, another man running alone. The king said, He must be bringing good news too. The watchman said, "'It seems to me that the first one runs like Ahimaaz, son of Zadok.' "'He's a good man,' the king said. "'He comes with good news.' Then Ahimas called out to the king, "'All is well.' He bowed down before the king with his face to the ground and said, "'Praise be to the Lord your God. He has delivered up the men who lifted their hands against my lord the king.' The king asked, "'Is the young man Absalom safe?' Ahimez answered, I saw great confusion just as Joab was about to send the king's servant and me your servant, but I don't know what it was. The king said, Stand aside and wait here. So he stepped aside and stood there. Then the Cushite arrived and said, My lord the king, hear the good news. The lord has delivered you today from all who rose up against you. The king asked the Cushite, Is the young man Absalom safe? The Cushite replied, May the enemies of my lord the king and all who rise up to harm you be like that young man. The king was shaken. He went up to the room over the gateway and wept. As he went, he said, O my son Absalom, my son, my son Absalom, if only I had died instead of you. O Absalom, my son, my son. Well, the words that we just read yesterday in Psalm 55 really come to life with this passage of David crying out for his son Absalom, and to think back to where it says in Psalm 55, David says, my heart is in anguish within me, the terrors of death assail me, and then a little bit later it says if an enemy were insulting me I could endure it if a foe were raising himself against me I could hide from him but it is you a man like myself my companion my close friend with whom I once enjoyed sweet fellowship as we walked with the throng at the house of God so it's great sadness here David and his son and his son dying in such a harsh way Well, I pray anyway that this will be a blessing to you to have understanding of this passage and to know that that God has intentions of displaying His will and His purposes throughout all of these things. So I pray that it will be a blessing in your life today. Thanks for listening.